0: And here, we stumble upon a pair of stoners in their natural habitat. Notice the red eyes and laid-back demeanour. Now it looks like they're going to talk to each other. Let's listen in. back uh welcome to episode five of the rambling uh, stoners um so Hello. before we his bungle is here but before we get going uh first off just a quick um apologies uh bungle's audio on this episode is going to sound even worse than it did last time we've just the sa- audio last time? it was a little bit off last time but anyway um we've just gone and sat down and got ready to record the show and uh Bungle's uh, USB audio interface is blown, or the power supply is gone, or something has gone wrong. Basically, because th- the last few weeks for this show have been cursed. Um, uh, <laughs> so, um, Bungle's currently using a backup gaming headset, so the audio quality is just not going to be that great for this episode. I so- sound
1: like tin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've done my best on my end to try and weed out what distortion I can um, and make it sound as, as as pleasant as possible. So apologies going into this episode. As bear with us for this one one week. Yeah. Um, but we've already got arrangements in place to make sure that for our next episode, which is going to be a very special episode, actually, like quite an interesting new venture thing. Well, you'll see when it happens anyway. Yeah, um, up here here rather well actually no see because they're going to do video on their end so there's some collaboration stuff happening with uh, some interesting new YouTube content creators so yeah no spoilers no no spoilers no spoilers but uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll be dropping some hints and stuff um so first off, uh, also after getting that that kind of like preamble about bungle's uh, audio quality out the way, um, I also wanted to apologise that we're a bit late on the recording schedule. Um, I, as you guys may have seen on Facebook, I, uh, I posted I had an internet plan internet outage. Well, I say planned; they just said we're doing maintenance work. Fuck you! On the day that we were scheduled to record, uh, which yeah. basically no internet means no show because uh, we. are in different countries um and also um i got a concussion which is fun you did (laughs) the day we came back from the uk i uh i may have had a a bit like danny was still here sitting the cat sitting and me and him may have had a bit of a session on the sunday night when we got back um and then monday morning i was feeding the cats and i were like uh, down to put food in Nara's bowl stood up and just like corner of the shelf just gouged itself into the top of my head He's uh, a clumsy and I, yeah here. I was like I, I was basically I don't remember anything on that day for the, for the entirety of that day my memory is basically gone Aye. so uh, it's taken me a good I'm like today and yesterday Um and we're like three weeks on from the concussion the, from the head injury the first signs of me feeling like okay so i'm glad we've got back and we're doing this show um and then my deck fucks up and then your deck fucks up so uh yeah <laughs> we're just having it's a bit really
1: of a curse i left it in all day so
0: yeah we've just uh we're just having a bit of a cursed cursed uh like little bit of run but we keep powering through we're going to bring you the content uh that we want to you know we can still talk to you even if it is a little bit on distorted on bungle's end, and let's Apologies. face it, I I do most of the fucking rambling on anyway because once I get started, I never fucking stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so true. So um, this week we, or this week, this episode, whatever. What I really wanted to talk about was uh, gaming, actually, because yep. you know, gaming's a big part of um, both our lives. It's been a big part of a formative in uh, it's like a formative thing that we always always i've always associated quite heavily with being bags you know getting stoned with your friends playing some games um so i think we we're going to talk a bit about like you know some of our earlier gaming memories you know where we started in gaming uh where like our, you know our first kind of stoner gaming interactions and talk about good games that are, like you know good stoner games and games we like to play when baked and uh you know just generally waffle on about gaming and uh and how it's evolved a bit of a medium over over time but before we get into uh uh into all the the gameling uh talk and the the, the show proper as it were it, there's a couple of uh things first off uh in the vaping side that we we kind of should touch on really. Um, obviously the Vapor, um, uh, I want to say March, it wasn't a March. It was a protest thing. Uh, the, the, um, uh, outside the, uh, the white house that, that seemed to go really well. Um, there was a, um, a hearing, uh, like with, uh, Vapor product industry people, um, What's the other one? the one
1: where they found that it was the illegal THC?
0: Oh, I mean that's cash. that's the CDC. They've already. No, found that. A- no, no, this was um this was actually oh. a, he- a hearing with people from uh, advocacy agencies for anti-tobacco, uh, vapor industry, uh, loads of other people, and Trump. And he was talking to them all. Now, obviously, we're going to preface this with. To or at? We got to preface this with, you know, what goes in one ear comes out the other with Trump. Uh, sorry to all you right wing people that listen to us, but you shouldn't because we're left as fuck. So <laughs> this is just, just how it is. Fuck Trump. Speak for yourself. I
1: love my guns. <laughs> Nothing.
0: But, like, you know, like all, all seriousness, like, it, you know, Trump is not a stable. Person, especially not now. But from uh, I've not seen the actual video myself, but I did watch Grim Green's feedback on it, and the takeaways that he had from it were interesting. I've just not found the time to watch the full hour that that's available on YouTube. But um, there were some really good points. The vapor industry was really well represented, especially by Enjoy. Actually, like so, uh-huh. like um, Enjoy really went to bat for flavors in the US. They really went to bat for vaping in general. Um, the it's ge- Trump seemed to really, from what I can gather, Trump really seemed to take on board the 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 as much as that mind can take on board anything. Um, take on board the illicit um, THC, THC cartridges yeah. um, and that side of the uh, uh, you know the truth behind the vaping epidemic. Really, so um, there seems to be some positive. Tentatively positive progress being made on that side, um, which yeah. is great, which is good news. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of mention that. And um, um, to all our vaping all our listeners in America who are va- came over from Rambling Vapors and all the people that we picked up who are vapors, man, stay strong. Uh, we vape, we vote. That's the hashtag. You know, t- take talk to your congressman, senator, whatever. But, you know, Keep the fight going over there. um, And, like, you know, we're with you. I mean, Amsterdam, like, don't get me started on Netherlands vape politics. It's all kind oh, of
1: what? Oh, wait, you can't get anything more than 10 mil.
0: Yep, yep. Like, TPD turned up to 11. Fills. Like, I actually don't have that much of a problem with the TPD now because we've got the short fills and everything else. And the 2 mil capacity things a bit of a bummer, but it doesn't yeah. kill that much because you can still get RDAs. But the way they've turned it up to 11 over here with no short fills and the price of 10 mils now over here because... Of that, it's just uh, it's a pain in the dick.
1: It's just like you can buy a pouch of um, fifty grams of tobacco in Amsterdam for like four or five euros. Is it that cheap? It's, it's something ridiculous. I,
0: I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's more like ten euros. I'm sure it's more like ten. To 10. Well,
1: even if it's ten euros, they still half the price we have to pay in the UK for a fifty gram pouch of t- tobacco. Yeah, yeah, you that's true. About Twenty uh, quid.
0: Yeah, that's very, very true. Very like
1: true. Eleven to twelve pound for a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> Only buy twenties, can't buy tens.
0: Yep. Yep um but um still yeah it's uh yeah vaping still not quite gate like the, the i think i think it's like as much as i hate to say it i think it's partially because of the the stoner culture as well like vaping hasn't gained as much of attraction here because everyone's yeah. sm- like so much of the youth that would ne- like naturally be the, the 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 forefront of gravitating towards vaping smoke weed anyway it's not I think it I think it and this is pure my own thoughts and hyperbole and speculation. I think it may have had some impact on how vaping's been able to grow here. Um and I you know I I love the fact that weed is available here. Obviously we do this fucking yeah. show. Um but I do think yeah that there maybe there is that and also the fact that um you know THC cartridges here, even legitimate ones or any any other form of like processed cannabis is illegal. Like you can't get shatter like properly over here. No, I thought I'm, I. think it's a grey area. Um, i fact. I this is uh, something that's going to be hopefully coming up for a, a show in the future. Um, I met a guy recently uh, while I was having my leg tattooed, who actually makes shatter, um, and dabs, and they there's part of a Amsterdam like an Amsterdam smoke sesh thing really? so I'm hoping to get him on here to um talk about the process of shatter the differences and the Amsterdam smoke session culture as well so that's something yeah. to look forward to in the future I'm talking to him back and forwards over Instagram. Um, but yeah that that was something else that was uh new obviously um you guys have seen I posted it to our Facebook feed uh some new ink work done yeah very nice eight eight and a half hours my leg took eight and a half mm-hmm. hours in one session, fuck, dear oh dear, yeah. Like I, I, I was fine throughout the entire session, and then the last bit was the Achilles tendon. Oh, oh, yes, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly how you think it
1: would be. Um, oh yeah, well, like, um, I mean, the location of my tattoos, so like one in the middle of my back. That was the only reason I hated that was because I couldn't watch them do it.
0: Yeah, I hated uh, my back as well, though.
1: Like but my first tattoo was the front of my um calf. Yeah, or well, sort of the f- front right quarter of my right leg.
0: Yeah,
1: sort of up that little dragon. I say little. He's <laughs> probably about half the leg from my calf, and his head goes across the ligaments from my kneecap. <laughs> that was fun because I already have problems with those ligaments anyway, so they give me chip all the time, um, or my shoulder caps, they were an interesting one.
0: Yeah. Like I've got my kind of like, not the actual tops of the shoulders, but like around like the front that that they're done. Cause you know, I've got that lizard and wolf head. That's interesting. Um, what I would say is yeah, behind the knee wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, but Mm -hmm. the Achilles tendon right at the end of the session was definitely sucky. Um, the one thing though, like I was fine. I, I made it through fine. You know, I, I, I I quite enjoy being tattooed for the most part, but when I got home, the adrenaline sour was unreal. Like I was shaking. Like by the time I got home, I was just like literally shaking. Like drinking cup of tea and like taking paracetamol. The adrenaline nice. dump was intense. Off eight and a half yeah. hours, but worth it. Like I I mean I'm really happy with both pieces. They fucking yeah, really That's good dude. Um, so before uh. Tattooing aside and future plans for future shows aside, uh, while we're talking about vaping, uh, just a quick rundown. As we usually do to open up the show, talk about any new vape stuff, because you said you've got vape mail. I do
1: have new vape mail, finally. Um, I decided to get myself a new, um, well, initially RDA, uh, but I decided, you know what, let's go test out the um, goat by uh, Grim Green and Own Boy. You know, okay, yeah, interchangeable yeah. anarchist wire heads. Uh, I'm yet to build the. Uh, I want to get the deck where you can build your own coils in. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I've been running just one of the two coils in there on my uh, Asmodus Luna. Nice. Picked up from Vape Jam for very cheap, which was lovely. Um, yeah, I've actually been. It's been really nice. It's, um, it's they're spaced coils as well, so you don't have to worry about hotspots. Oh, nice, nice. So it's legit. I can just screw it straight in on the squonk. know it's going to be the right power and Bosch. You Just go for it, which is lovely because obviously, when you're using um, touching coils, Con- yeah, you have to just, work out hotspots. Yeah, so I'd have to put it onto my uh one of my drags, yeah, get the hotspots out, then put it onto there onto the um Asmodus, Whereas with those ones, I can just change the head over.
0: Talking about talking about uh um uh Grim Green own boy stuff, um, I'm currently tooting on the Grim Kit, the their uh pod system. Um I've currently well, wait for that
1: to come in, weren't you? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so uh i am currently got the Ohm Boys coil in there, although I've got it turned down to a mouth-to-long vape. Uh which is Ohm Boys is the mesh coil, um, which is more for sub ohm. Um but I wanted yeah. to try it out. And then Grimms is the round wire build more for direct long. Uh I've tried both. I prefer Grimm's because I, I prefer it as a direct-to-long vape, uh, vape with like a high nick juice. Um yeah. I think it's a great vape like that. The the it's a, the the mesh coil I have tried as like a sub ohm and it is nice as a sub ohm vape, but yeah. um I prefer the device in general as a mouth to long kind of high neck vape. vapes. So Yeah, so I, sort
1: of using and
0: Yeah, so I, I prefer the um the uh the 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 grim coil over the own boy coil, but they're both good. Um I've currently got some mixed juice in the own boy coil and it works fine. Um, it still has yeah. a mouth to lung airflow slot in the airflow just on the underside of the coil. It's really easy to change the coils out, clean the pod out. Um, I've got it in purple with carbon fiber finish. It's, re- it, it's a really nice little kit. You've got a nice little screen, simple working system. Uh, great flavor, especially um, I find the flavor actually to be better on... I uh, felt because I'm doing mouth to lung at least, uh, to be better yeah. on Grimm's coils, even though I generally find mesh to give better flavour than round wire. In this instance. Normally, yeah. yeah, in this instance, um, definitely the round wire build. Um I and once I finish this this tank off, I'm gonna switch the coil back to uh, a round wire build. Um, um I've so that's like my new device i'm still rocking the um ultrona thor with the asmodus uh bunker rda um i've just, literally just before we started re- get, uh, recording i rebuilt this and i've got it to, um filled with a uh, new strawberry queen uh new strawberry queen mason which is like a strawberry lemonade really really tasty uh gonna take a yeah. Oh.
1: Talking new juices, um, well, because at the moment I'm also rocking the uh, Vupu Drag 2 with my uh, Kylan M still. Yep. Fresh build on there with a nice new juice called My Morning Coffee Maple Syrup. Ooh, it interesting. Is delicious. It is becoming my ADV. Nice. Uh, nice. Like in the Luna, I've got um, uh, <clears throat> a Bungle Classic, Just Jam, Raspberry Jam and Scone. Nice. It's nice. gone, depending on how you pronounce it.
0: Um, I. Uh, so I, I'm For currently American, buying lots of lots of different juices in at the moment. I've got a whole load of juice in my cupboard uh, because I know going to Japan in less than a month, um, they don't have nicotine over there. So I need to go there stocked for a month because I'm good there for a month. I need to go there stocked. Oh yeah. So that's another FYI. Um, We're going to try and get the shows out uh, December, but um, as of the 27th of December, I fly to Japan and I'm not back until the end of January so we're going to have no shows basically throughout uh, January uh, we'll get one out as soon as as soon as I'm back uh, because obviously I'll have a lot to talk about because there's going to be shit loads of stuff to be done on there um, in the interim however um, as a supplementary kind of um, something to k- tide you guys over and as an interesting glimpse into what once could have been I'm going to release a sample of um a project that we started but unfortunately never finished with our friends Ravelling capers. yes the oh. the D&D session what I managed to edit together so I'm going to release that as like a little holiday special thing while I'm in Japan um because I, I but, found that I still have the the audio thing with the backing and the effects and everything oh, that nice. I put together um bear in mind this is this was uh we what what we tried to do was basically do a and campaign podcast, uh, but make it very story driven. Uh, Ian used his own uh, developed sister RP system, which he calls air. Um, and it was myself, Bungle, Ian, and uh, my other half, Naomi. Um, I, there's, basically the first part of an episode which I put like sound effects and backing tracks into. Uh, So I'm going to release that for you guys to hear. It's not complete. Uh, It'll be interesting to get you guys feedback because obviously, you know, our friends Ian and Dave, they do the show, The LARP Noobs. Um, If it's something that might be of interest to you guys, it's something that we could potentially talk to them about revisiting maybe who knows yeah. let's see what kind of it, let's see what kind of feedback you, you guys give us on it uh but it's just something to tide you guys over while i'm in japan for a month and you're getting nothing from us basically
1: so yeah, it's doing nothing solo.
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't think so and i i don't want to pack all the recording shit to take to japan no. to do an episode and the time difference and uh no no, no. so yeah um so uh, other other vaping stuff, I've picked up because um, obviously I'm still using the Smok Novo a lot. Uh, yeah. They've got some new quartz coils out for the Novo 2. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I've not tried it yet. I've picked mm. it up. I'll let you know more. Uh, I'll as and when. Um it will s- be like them, the
1: ultrasonic one that we tried at uh, vape jam.
0: No, no, because it's a pod system, oh. so it's it's actually quartz in the pot, the coil. Um, I don't know. I need to look into it oh, and yeah. check it out. I was intrigued. I just clicked buy. Let's see what happens. Um, But yeah, I bought a load of Nick salt juices to tide me over to take to Japan. Um, I'm going to be taking, basically, I've decided I'm going to be taking both my Novo kits. Because in Japan, so in Japan, uh, for those that you've never been, don't know, um, smoking in public, you can't just smoke in the streets. You have like designated smoking areas in the same place of vaping. Um, But if you are a vapor who doesn't smoke um, and like me, especially doesn't like to be like around a lot of cigarette smoke. Those smoking areas are really hard, really intense, because there's a lot of people crammed in there smoking cigarettes. So one of the reasons I'm taking the Novos and the Grim Kit is to be able to stealth vape in the streets without being able to give off vapour and disturb people and things, because I do find there's obviously... In Japan, the tobacco companies are government-owned. Tobacco is still very posh,ed very big. You know, it's uh, unfortunately it's behind the times, and uh, as as Japan is in some a lot of aspects unfortunately as much as I love the country there are there are some traditional aspects of the country which are a bit regressive um, and unfortunately tobacco use and vaping is one of them because nicotine and nicotine li- in li- e-liquid is just not allowed most Japan Japanese vapers even though there are vape shops out there there's a um, and some great guys out there most of them have to import their nicotine to add to juice from like China and places um, Ooh, fun. yeah so um yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but it, you know, it's one of those things. It is what it is. Um, um, so yeah, uh, that I think covers most of the vaping, new vapingy stuff that I've picked up. Um, we talked about the the rally and the, the the hearing, and there's still a lot of work going on in the states with the flavor ban. You know, let's. Yeah. Let's not sleep on this. I, I'm trying to keep up to date as possible on things. Um, obviously, the last few weeks with the concussion, I've, you know, everything's been out of the loop for me. But having a yeah. like, you, having a concussion is not fun. No, like there've been occasions where I've like. So obviously, I, you know, okay. So I've had to cut back on being stoned because I've been confused most of the time anyway. <laughs>
1: Oh, that saved you
0: some money then. Uh, yeah, uh, although I have realised actually today as I was uh, pre- uh preloading my, um, uh, my uh, Da Vinci for the show that I need to buy weed for the first time in ages. Um, oh dear. Yeah, I know. It's not normal for me. Normally, um, I don't actually, like I am normally well stocked, but it's been a while. So anyway, um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, Um having, I like, there's been times where I've gone, like I'd I'd go and put on a pair of socks and I'd start putting another pair of socks over my pair of socks and be like, what are you doing? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd walk into rooms and just be like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I tried to go back to work too soon and collapsed at work and I had to get sent home. So Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, definitely. Nero's pro tip of the the year effectively is if you get if you smack your head and you get a concussion rest don't do what I did um yes
1: don't definitely don't do what he does
0: yeah don't like don't don't go for like basically a week after being concussed don't go for like effectively 12 and a half hours worth of tattoo session across two days no that (laughs) wasn't ill-advised but I'd already booked it and you know like I, I you know I spent a th- that was a thousand euros I spent on tattoos.
1: Jesus Christ, dude!
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I I want the best, um, and yeah. I, I actually I want to send a ma- like on that. I want to send a massive shout out to Kaya, uh, the artist who um, did my uh, the for- the knife on my forearm on the the legs. I posted on Facebook. You guys may have seen. Um, yeah. He's actually oh, gonna be yeah. doing my entire left leg. Uh, I've basically nice. given him my left leg as a canvas. Um, he does like manga style, black and white um, stuff, like fantastic original stuff. Um, we're actually working on a Yuri design uh, from mm-hmm. Citrus, uh, which is like, you know, uh, Yuri, for those that don't know, is uh lesbian, basically, uh, or, uh, so yeah, getting like a Yuri tattoo on somewhere on my like thigh or something, I'm not sure.
1: Are you going to get footer on the right leg?
0: No, no. The right leg is uh, completely dedicated to... uh, Sorry, just one sec. My uh, Da Vinci's just got ready. Mm. Sorry, I I just uh, had to Mm. toki-toki-toki. Yeah, sorry. The um, I forgot how good that Da Vinci is and the weed that I've got in there as well. I've just got some classic White Widow. Oh, yeah yeah you know i figured i figured like just big strong heavy thc classic classic you know bucket and it tastes lovely in a vaporizer um but yeah uh yeah kea uh amazing guy um check him out on instagram at sad Uh, that's at s-a-d-k-a-y-a um if you're ever in amsterdam he works out of a studio called freedom and flesh uh all the artists in there fantastic jay who's the owner and his wife jenna i mean mind-blowing talent mind-blowing jay especially he's he's very unique style lots of abstract work lots of um bdsm influence into his art as well uh hmm. really really cool really recommend if you're ever in the market for a tattoo and you want to come over to amsterdam check out freedom and flesh that it's my tattoo parlor now it's where i'm going for most of my future work like uh, the guys in there are all fucking amazing um oh, and, good uh, tattoo
1: stuff as a Twitch channel I've started watching, doing tattoos. Yeah. Kappa Tattoo. Okay. Um, K-A-P-P-A, Tattoo, all on word, on uh, Twitch. Uh, I came across him because I was watching the uh, Rooster Teeth um, uh, 24-hour stream. Yeah. They do um, uh, Extra Life charity one.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. We did that. Uh, Last year,
1: they had uh, Kappa set up a shop downtown. In Austin, so people were having to drive from site because you have to get a license to be a tattoo parlor. Yeah, yeah. So this year in advance, they got the license to be able to do it in one of the offices in the studios, and basically they're like, oh yeah. So what? What sort of times do you want to be running the tattoo parlor? He's Like, you guys are here twenty four hours, so will we be? And like him and his other his other half partner or whatever, we're tattooing for twenty four hours basically. Wow, uh, nice. including. um Uh, What's his name? Xavier from the WWE wrestling tag team.
0: Oh, Xavier Woods. Yeah, because he's out of injury at the moment. Yeah, he was actually at Extra Life. Oh, cool.
1: Um, he took part in some of the stuff, and he's got well, a new, he's really a new into Dragon gaming. Ball Z themed tattoo on his bicep, nice. which is done by Kappa Tattoo during the live streams.
0: Yeah, he's really into his gaming. He's out with it. he's out yeah. with an injury for a long term long term injury at the moment. He's yeah, got like, like a, eight,
1: stuff on his leg, eight,
0: eight, 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 eight nine months uh, potentially. He's it's a real shame. Funky. Uh, but luckily, he's, he's, he's got a
1: custom scooter, though. Luckily, cool. he's
0: got uh, his up, up up down down YouTube channel. Um, as you guys probably know, I'm a huge wrestling. F- Fucking nerd. Um, and that may be something that we do an episode on in general. But we've rambled a bit off for, for the preamble of the show and we've been through our vaping stuff. So we're going to take our usual quick break uh, and then we're going to come back and then we're going to get to video games. And the like where we came from in video, our experiences with video games, our, our experiences with video games and weed, what makes good stoner games, and just generally talk some shit about games for a bit. So uh, yeah. we'll be back. If you sh- don't like
1: games, uh, we'll we'll see you next time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be we'll be back shortly. Uh, enjoy whatever I decide to stick into the interlude this week. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Before we go, I want to Not talk yet. about this in the opening segment. So we're gonna launch. We're gonna be launching a Patreon. Um. Um. Actually, two things. First off, our stores up. We have merch. First off, uh, uh ramblingstoners.storeenvy.com. There's links on ramblingstoners.com to our site. We've got hoodies, t shirts, all that usual gumph. There's a really cool mug, which I'm really proud of, which has got our logo on it and it says Brew Up, Skin Up on each side of it, which I just, I, I, it made me chuckle. And I'm really proud of the design that I did for that one. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing a pay, uh, I'm going to be putting a Patreon up um, w- uh, with various reward tiers. The pricing not defined yet, but I can tell you at least what the tiers will contain. Uh, if not the price is for definite. Uh, well the, there's going to be a $1 tier which is just you know your basic chuckers a dollar would appreciate it. You know, the, any all that that goes it to stuff like
1: hosting costs. Hosting
0: shit. costs and things like replacing m- Bungles broken equipment. Yeah. Um Um, for five, the confer, definitely confirm $5 a month. We're going to have a Patreon hall of fame uh, page on our site where uh, all the $5 upwards guys will be listed in that hall of fame. Um, The next, the next uh, tier up will give you, uh, we're going to look to give you a shout out in one of the two episodes that we do every month. Uh, So we'll have like a dedicated Patreon. Thank you section of the show. Um, Of one of the two shows of the month. Um, Then uh, going up from there, we're going to open up our Discord um, to, uh, we'll have like a, a text. Chat only tier and a voice chat tier. So you can. Uh, so we'll probably like host some AMAs occasionally, a um, uh, just general chit chat sessions uh, with no real structure because that's kind of our vibe. Uh, <laughs> and people are um, like, we want to kind of get a bit of a community going in in there as well. Uh, yeah. You know, like uh, you're free to give us ideas for topics and like things you'd like to hear us talk about as well. Um, and then the next one up after the text and voice is we're going to do, have a dedicated channel for gaming. So if any of you guys out there want to uh, game with us occasionally, like after we do our, after we record our shows, quite often we jump on and we play some games to kind of like unwind and chill out, like normally Destiny, but there's some other stuff as well. So
1: Golf with friends.
0: Golf with friends. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we're going to open that up to you guys out there. Cause we'd love to get to, to you know, uh, to, to, to like chat with you guys and game with you guys. I think it'd be fun. Um, there's going to be a tier in there where you get a free t-shirt and the top tier, uh, which is going to be a very, very limited. We're going to do like five of these, I think um, we'll actually give you the chance to be a full on guest on Rambling Vapors. Now uh, Rambling Stoners rather. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, now there well, are some episodes,
1: you're still there, are, there are some
0: precursors to that last one. Obviously, we'd have to chat with you beforehand, um, um, make sure that we're you know we're on the same vibe. That basically we don't. We, we, there will be some vetting in that one. If you want to, what I would suggest is if you want to pledge for that tier, get in touch with us first, um, uh, be, so we can basically we don't want our show hijacked by some jackasses. I mean, you'd have to yeah. be a jackass to pay the, what we're going to ask to hijack this fucking yeah. show of all the shows. But yeah, if you're thinking about it, and you want to, and that's something you'd be up for do, um drop us a line before you like actually pledge um, just so we can oh, kind of yeah. like, you know, say, yeah, go, go, or, you know, basically just, check you're not some weird fucking right wing nutter that basically basically check you're not um what's his name the guy who does brain fight uh, Alex. Alex Jones basically make sure you're not Alex Jones
1: yeah there'll be a special tier just for Alex Jones um which will be even higher than that one. Um, where if he does want to come on the show, he has to pay a lot of money.
0: Yeah. And, uh, what, will actually, ha- what anyway. will actually happen is he'll come on the show. He'll say, hi, I'm Alex Jones. Then we'll cut him off and say, ha ha, we took your money, bitch. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so that's, uh, um, I'll post links to the, the Patreon stuff. Uh, there'll be links on our site, ramblingstones.com. I'll make notes of it on the Facebook when it all goes live. Um, So, yeah, just wanted to let you know that that's going to be coming. any, you know, even if you guys are just chucking in, like, I hate asking for money, but, you know, this, this shit does cost money. And, you know, if you guys are enjoying it and want to throw support, we're eternally grateful. Um, And if we, if any of those tears sound like cool to you, then go for it, man. So, um, yeah. Uh, that wraps up this kind of opening segment which went a little bit longer than I intended sorry Um, but we're going to take a quick break Um, like I say you'll get some something Um, (laughs) and then we'll come back and talk games so we'll see you shortly cheerio Back. I uh, hope you enjoyed whatever interlude I decided to put in there. Um so we are back this week. Uh I keep saying this week like we do this fucking weekly. Um it's Fortnite. this fortnight. No, oh right. no, it's not even fortnight because of the concussion and the thing. Uh, anyway, gaming, gaming, gaming. Let's talk games. So I wanted like I wanted to kick off the segment basically talking about like, okay. <laughs> Before we get Sorry. into stoner, like stoner gaming and being stoned, gaming the friends, all that jazz. Uh, what was your first computer gaming experience, bon?
1: Um pff, Hilariously, uh, it was the old um, faux wood-paneled Atari.
0: The Atari 2600?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my cousins had one, and we were playing shitty games on that.
0: I remember the Atari 2600. See, for me, it was, um, which, which was the one with the tapes, tape deck? Was it the Amstrad or the oh, Amiga? Yes.
1: Actually, no, yeah. Before that was um,
0: the ZX Sinclair. Like, oh, what was it? There was an Amiga like or it. an Amstrad that had a tape deck as well. Like mm. I had this one that had an external tape deck. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for it on tape. And that was like one of my earliest gaming experiences. Was that? Yeah, I was that- playing
1: really basic games on the um, ZX81 my granddad had, which was again, an external tape yep. player. Yeah, uh, and it was the rub- it was little it. rubber keys.
0: Yeah, maybe it was a ZX81. God, I can't. Like, I can't look, remember. I just remember what black? it looked like.
1: It was um small black, had a little rainbow stripe in one corner. Yes. The grey rubber keys. Yes.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, mine wasn't black though, it was grey. But the rainbow logo, definitely. Mm. That's that. Vividly remember that from my childhood, like being in my bedroom as a child and the games being stupidly difficult. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on that was so brutally difficult.
1: Dude, like a few Christmases after that, we got a... Oh, I'd say a few Christmases after that. Um, At home, we got the ZX Sinclair 128K which okay. had a built-in tape deck. Yeah. Uh, and it was the 007 edition, which had a load <laughs> of um, James Bond-themed games on tape, cool. including ones which used the light gun.
0: Oh, wow. So awesome.
1: It was amazing. Just like...
0: Whoop. Quickly, that's one thing that's missing from gaming, because light guns don't work with LE, L- like L- new no. TVs. They only work with CRTs. It... I, I like you can get newer ones that do work with it, like they're trying to yeah. develop it now. Like, uh, one of my mates at work got one, but that is the light gun is something that is definitely missing from gaming. Um, oh, yeah, I miss my old um, Namco games. Point blank, man, point blank. That game was or time crisis oh, and stuff like so that. So good. But going back to really early gaming stuff now, like. In my household, it was very, it was very, very PC centric because uh, when my dad left uh, the army, he went into IT. So we always had PCs in the house. So I kind of grew up on like early click and point adventures, uh, like the hook game, all the LucasArts games, um, even like Olympics gold and shit in, on the massive floppy disks. Um, oh, man. But one of the, like, like, real like formative um gaming things for me was a, and i like it's a real like so apogee games uh, i don't know if you remember mm. apogee uh, no. they were an early pc developer that did lots of shareware and stuff in the early you know dos pc era um, yeah, you
1: see we weren't pc at my house i see so we had the spectrum and then we had a sega master system
0: I'll come I'll talk about how I got my first like proper console in a bit because there's actually a really funny story well funny it there's a story behind it. Um, Did you steal it from your <laughs> No 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 it's it's even better than that. But um so we I remember we in our in our basement so we had a cellar in, in 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 our house in Manchester where I grew up uh, and the computer was in the cellar and the cellar was dank and cold, but I had to sit in there to play games. And I used to play a couple of Apogee games, uh, Major Striker, which is like a scrolling shooter, mm-hmm. um, Halloween Harry, I think that was Apogee, which is like a platformer. Um, the early Duke Nukem games, and I actually wrote my own like menu system in DOS. So when I booted up into DOS, I just typed in "run games" and it had run my menu system, and I just hit, hit numbers to load games. Um, very nice. So that was that was that was like a really formative, formative thing. It was like piece a very early DOS gaming. That was where I kind of like entered gate. That was that was what shaped my gaming. I think that's why. Still today, I've got such a, a love for narrative-driven games and single-player games, um, mm. more so than I do um, multiplayer. Like I do, like I love playing co-op multiplayer stuff. Like I love playing yeah. Destiny, guys, with you. But I'm not a big competitive multiplayer guy. Yeah, but going on from PC, uh, so what? So after you went from Sinclair. Spectrums and things. What was what was your like? If you if you if you call in like you know the the major consoles, you say you went to the Master System.
1: Uh, yeah, with the Sega Master System too, with Alex the kid built in. Yes. Um,
0: yep. Yep. yep
1: And I just I, it's only until recently I used to be able to room I'd memorized the rock paper scissors for every single one of the um, people you come up to.
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Um.
0: See, I had the master. yeah. There's
1: that. And then. Sorry. No. Go after on. that. Uh, yeah, after the master system, we jumped straight to PlayStation.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. That's a big uh, jump. So,
1: yeah. Um, so basically, we had the master system for years. It's like, oh, we really want a new console. Can we get a Mega Drive? Can we get the Mega CD? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 no. And so, okay, they gave in, got us the master system. I had no master system, the yeah, PlayStation. So uh, Yeah, so tech I- in and shit down there.
0: So when I did make my transition to, like, got my first consoles, we were a Sega household. I never, like, as a kid, I never owned a Nintendo console, apart from a Game Boy. Uh, I had the original Game Boy. But, um, so I actually had the Master System after I had the Mega Drive. I got my Mega Drive first, and then I got on my Master Mm -hmm. System from a friend. Afterwards, I swapped it, like right. I swapped him some trading cards for his Master System. You know how kids swap weird shit for yeah. weird shit, right? But how I got my Mega Drive. So <laughs> um, when I was I think uh, seven, um, the boiler in my bedroom blew up uh, while I was asleep Ooh. in a house. We had a house fire. House like like the house was gutted. We lost everything. Mm. And how I got my Mega Drive was insurance fraud. Yeah, <laughs> Like basically my parents said that I had a Mega Drive that got melted and destroyed. So I, that's how I ended up getting, and it wasn't the original Mega Drive. It was the second generation Mega Drive, uh, you know, the slightly smaller one. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, like my next door neighbor had the original Mega Drive. So I'd played Sonic on there. I'd played Sonic on my friend's master systems. I used to go around to my friend Matthew and Robert's house and we used to play like the, you remember the four player micro machines? Um, yes, that had the yeah, extra
1: the ports. Too. Yeah, on the on the actual uh, cartridge. Cartridge,
0: yeah, yeah. So we yeah, used, to play, fan th- used to have that as well. Yeah, we used to play that, and we used to play like um, two player Sonic a lot. Um, oh man, play Street Rage. There Sonic as and well.
1: Knuckles where you could plug in the older games to play as Knuckles and like yep. Sonic One.
0: Um, oh. Also, like uh, the sh- like one of the things that I remember from that me- from the Mega Drive era, you used to get those um, cartridges that had like three games in one
1: yeah all shit games but
0: well no one of the first ones i got had and it was great i thought it i thought it was great it had super hang on columns and streets of rage nice like super hang on was great uh motorbike game columns was actually like if you're into your tetris style puzzle games was actually a fairly legit puzzle game like like i actually really enjoy columns like Still, mm. it still holds up and Streets of Rage, all time classic beat em up. Oh, you yeah. know, like probably one of the grandfathers of beat em up <laughs> genre.
1: Altered Beast,
0: yeah. I was never a fan of the original Altered Beast, I found oh, it like, way too punishing.
1: I used to love playing Golden Axe with my buddies.
0: Golden Axe, definitely. Golden Axe had, um, I, I think it had something over Streets of Rage, like.
1: There was the yeah. whole fantasy and the magic. Well, the fact it shit. had
0: ma- like things you could ride, you know, like the mounts yeah. and things. Um, it, yeah. It, l- although I did love the Streets of Rage post-apocalyptic setting thing. I think just overall, like as a co- like, I think Golden Axe had offered more. Yeah. Um. um but the, the, those early em ups were definitely some of my favorite favorite games, and. Uh, because i i you know it's no secret i started smoking weed at a fairly young age um so i start like i started smoking weed um um probably looking uh you know um yeah early playstation era time um so for me uh one of my early like if we're getting into like cuz uh, i didn't get a playstation uh, I was actually given a PlayStation by one of my dad's girlfriends because she didn't want her autistic son to have it. No. Um, I, I know, it's like, I felt really bad taking it, but also I was a kid and I'm like, free PlayStation, sweet. Um, yeah. And it was chipped as well. So I had like unlimited <laughs> fucking games because that was back when console chipping was easy. And Yeah. Um, but, so one of my earliest, um, like, stoner Uh, or like weed and gaming relationships was actually Resident Evil 1. And not me playing, but um, so uh, my dad went out with this weird, woman called Tanya and she had a couple of sons, um, when they were living in Catford and I was staying with him for the weekend and like they were smoking weed. And I smoked weed. This was like one of my first weed experiences as well, actually. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I was smoking weed with him and watching the older of the two brothers, uh, play through Resident Evil. And we, that was like basically how we spent the weekend was- Each taking turns, but mainly him, and we played through the entirety of Resident Uh, Evil, like the original Resident Evil. It was fucking- Wait, don't open that door. Yeah, the fucking (laughs) kitschy as fuck, like full motion video sequences. Oh man, the
1: the scripting on that is so, so good. (laughs) Um,
0: There's a really good series on YouTube, which is like the Resident Evil timeline. It's like- Five or six. Uh, it's like Untold Legends. I think is the the series. Oh, I forget what the YouTube channel is. I'll if I remember, I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, it's like five or six videos. Each one's like two hours long, trying to explain the full Resident Evil timeline. It's fucking hilarious. Well worth a watch if you're into Resident Evil. Strongly recommend it. What about what about you? What was your like first like stoner gaming? Uh, oh man,
1: I think it was probably when I started working at. Um... Well, I'm not going to say where it was. <laughs> uh, the shop? But, so, huh? Shop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, where I where you were to... working when I first met you? Yeah. 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 They... Camping supplies and goods? No, trip? no, no, no. No? It was
1: prior to that. It was this gay shop one.
0: Oh, shit. I don't think I knew you then.
1: Because
0: um, when I, I you, in, you were camping supplies
1: came... when I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's before you came to Cambridge
0: Yeah, it might have been. I don't know.
1: Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, I was working in there, um, became good friends with the people working there, and we'll play stuff like um, Circuit Breakers uh, with multi-tap on the PlayStation. Nice. And just shit like that, like four player, and four-player wrestling games. <laughs> like, what would you get SmackDown.
0: I wanted to come on to wrestling games as a, as a thing, and like, uh, I will do in a bit, because... Yeah.
1: So I'll like, play the SmackDown games on the uh, PlayStation for a multi-tap. Oh. Doing a a rumble. Just like, okay, yeah, let's have some fun.
0: So actually, since we you brought it up already, like this is what like for me, um, some of my favorite kind of stone gaming experiences, like, are have been playing WWE games. The early SmackDown games, even some of the later ones on the PS2, with playing them with Martin and Mark and everyone when he yeah. was living in uh, you know, the flat with cat. Like, we just get yeah. a bottle of whiskey and we just, like, play for hours, like, an entire night and get lost to a wrestling game. Um,
1: <laughs> Me and Barker made a little hotbox tent, uh, had the TV screen inside the tent, had the back of the TV outside, had the <laughs> Xbox outside as well. So and I just the cables hot. coming in. Yeah, c- controllers coming in and just, sort of made this little hotbox tent out of, like, all the Brilliant. sofa cushions and covers. And I think, I think it was Kat came home from work and she just came and was like, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, come in. Um, it was brilliant. But yeah, wrestling, the wrestling games, I think especially because you get that, that that whole, you've not got the, just the the part of like where you're uh, playing the actual game, but like when you're stoned with your friends and you go through creating a character and you create those like the weirdest malformed like you know yeah short, like he might be like three foot tall but six foot wide literally but also 2d kind of wrestlers are yeah. uh, like you could have hours of fun just fucking around and create a character creating an entrance and just making it as stupid as possible uh, <laughs> and, uh, and
1: and uh doing the jam stuff on uh, music 2000
0: oh god like me, oh god me Eggs and James.
1: Dish, dish,
0: dish, dish, dish. The amount everyone there'd always be
1: one person would put X kick in
0: the amount of hours that I think me and James Voss spent fucking around on Music 2000. I can't even like when Martin was living at Fenderton, like morning yeah. after. If it was just me and James, Music 2000, that would be a day. Um, yeah. like I, I, I think there's definitely a market for bringing music production gaming back like that. Like music yeah. two thousand, I've never seen anything else quite like it. You know, for a console, no, that's that's like that's a, I was, I like I'd almost forgotten about it. Like the closest thing I can think of, are, like the EJ programs, like the simplified yeah. doors. Um, I guess, like you know, music, electronic music production has become a lot more accessible now. So maybe yeah. there's not much of a market for it, but I think it's a really good gateway. I wonder how many current music producers started off like
1: music 2000
0: yeah that was what where they, they they're like shit i want to make music because like i mean i I, like, I had a lot of fun in music 2000 i wish i yeah. could, I wish i could uh i wish i could go back and get some of those fucking tracks but um, oh, yeah,
1: good luck finding the memory card and if it still even works yeah
0: um the reason i wanted to talk about wrestling games actually is because it's actually like so literally just before, just prior to what uh, to us recording this, I've been sat downstairs with Naomi watching a series of YouTube videos of uh, w, uh, WWE W B two K twenty glitches. That game oh. is <laughs> so broken; it's unreal, and it makes me totally like. Wrestling games are not what they used to be. Um no. they've lost that kind of arcadey element. They've lost the that 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 thing that I loved most about wrestling games, which is where you kind of came together with your friends and had fun and you did the big multiplayer it's gone. Yeah. It's so the the game now the WWE games are such serious sports games that you can't yeah. really engage in that anymore. And I think it's sad that that, that I, I, I I wanna pour one out. For for wrestling games. Like, or, yeah. Although I think there's gonna be an AEW wrestling game. So uh hopefully they're oh. they're gonna I, I I they're gonna have some fun. Although there is fire I think it's called like Fire Pro Wrestling or something, which is like the new Japan esque wrestling game, which is like Pixel art, 2 d really arcadey, oh. really fucking fun. Um really good fun to play with friends, actually. Like strongly recommend that. Um but other like so as we're getting into the kind of like the stoner gaming things, like what would you say you're like, I mean, for me, I know what my favorite types of games to play stone, like stoned are. What about like, for me, I love turn-based stuff. So things like XCOM, uh, uh, Civ, yeah, um, uh Anything where I don't have to have like, because for me personally, like my reaction times when I get baked are not up to snuff for an FPS. Yeah. Um, I like Destiny's alright because, like, you 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 know like it, it's halo-esque so you don't have to like competitive i'm fucked uh um, yeah. but um i like something narrative driven as well like i'm currently replaying um horizon zero dawn on ps4 uh just because nice. i saw uh one of the guys dan from uh extra play uh play frame uh formerly extra credits um his started to play it and it just like watching him play it made me go oh, shit i want to revisit that game um <laughs> And I, I, I've, I've, like, for me, when I'm baked, I love a narrative that I can sink into, like, a good book, right? Um, yeah. Or, you know, like, a turn-based game, something that I can sit and ponder and think about. Grand strategies. Um, yeah, not RTS. Fuck, no. Not too much. Um, but, yeah, I think Civ is probably one of my top stoner games. Yeah. Especially you?
1: if you... Uh, Civ a Girl would probably say, agree with that one, to be honest, because either if you're playing solo or even if you're, like, you're playing as a big group. But yeah. the lands we've had uh, for that, like the 16-hour lands and stuff.
0: Oh, my God. They're it's amazing. It's like every
1: and take a little break uh, when it's coming. Oh, we're coming up to electing a world leader. Now time for another break and discussion. And it's like...
0: Those it's, are... Re- sorry, go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah just,
1: just that whole thing of just... We're all there. We're all just getting a bit... A bit stoned, chilled out, having a good time. And... Also trying to trick each other in and out of world domination.
0: I love Don't like trust Ian. in those like, never trust Ian. I love how in those lands though that the game bleeds into real life because like whenever yeah. there's a big political decision to be had, that's usually a signal for a joint breaking. Everyone kind of goes outside, yeah. like smoking, passing around a joint, and it's really interesting to see the dynamics of the game bleeding over into the discussions that are having while but you're I, passing I, around a joint and stuff. It's like, I mean, the I, first I one I got sandbagged and st- stuck on a fucking like island with savages for the first three quarters of the game oh bad. shit
1: yeah and you're in japan which is basically with you are the early war game
0: yeah and i was just i just got fucked over hard um but with, like they are they like if you are stoners out there that are into um strategy games get yourselves together in a room with your friends on your computers and get a civ lan on it'll take you the better part of 17 18 hours so stock up mm-hmm. on weed stock up on energy drinks but I can honestly say there's not an experience quite like it. Um, yeah. it if you're into it, if you're you, and you have to throw yourself into it, and the the it's kind of like li, almost like like Game of Thrones politicking. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so much fun. Like it really, really is. And I've not I've not done a land with the latest version of Civ, which is what six, no. six. yes. yeah. yeah I've got I, Civ I five. Know I know well.
1: So, yeah. Uh, the tech tree's not great. It's a
0: bit shit. Civ 5 is like yeah. pure, like collective stoner land gaming gold. That and oh, yeah. also. Um... Armor. <laughs> yes. So um, we hosted our own um, Armor 3 server for a while. Um, and Ian, as uh, co host of LARP Noobs podcast, Dropping into uh, and <laughs> plugs. Um, uh, he was effectively our DM for armor and would run uh, what's known as Zeus sessions, where he would basically be kind of like an overarching god. Like, um, he'd outline a campaign, like a, you know, a mission for us, and he'd be like p- placing enemies in there, occasionally taking control of AI characters, and uh, and we'd be tasked with completing objectives and like. Okay, so it's difficult if you, if you, if you're like me and you kind of have some hand to eye coordination issues when stoned, but fuck me, in terms of mm. team-based exercises, it's so much fun. Especially oh, yeah. like when you're baiting and you're having a laugh. Uh do you like you remember when we shot down the helicopter and it just mm. came crashing into us?
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, or do you remember the time when um I think Mark was flying the helicopter and he got headshotted by a pistol from 200 meters away because armor, no,
0: armor ai be f- a fucking yeah it's it
1: like, like i'm dead it's like uh what the fuck um okay we're all gonna die we're all dead we're done for none of us have parachutes yeah. we're in a helicopter we're just going down we're gonna die great restart
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Like so, oh, um, Armor Three uh, and the Armor games in general. Like uh, you, some of you may have know it from like the, the Daisy brugginess. mods and things. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a high. It's, it's aimed to be like a hyper realistic modern warfare kind of simulation, more so than Battlefield or anything like yeah. that. Um, Occasionally,
1: you will just swim through the air, though.
0: Yeah, it's got some like engine issues, and the engine <laughs> is not the best optimized. So you need like uh, the Mount Olympus of PCs to run it well. But if you can get past that, like, um, and add some of the unique mods in there, like, there was one mod that we use for um, uh, the, uh, for voice comms. Yeah. So basically the, what the mod does is when you're using TeamSpeak is um, you can't hear people um, unless they're near you unless they talk over radio or they have to actually use the in-game radio channels to talk to you. And it adds like a radio static effect to their voice when they're coming over radio. And also like, as you're walking towards and walking away from people, you're like the voice gets yeah. like quieter. It it's really cool and it adds like yeah, a also, real.
1: If you're out of re- just out of range of the radio, you get the crackling as well. Yeah,
0: and the it adds the a gappiness, great sense of immersion to the entire experience. Yeah. um So there are a lot of really good mods. uh Like I think that's the key to 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 enjoying armor to its best is yeah. uh looking into the mods, maintaining a well, getting well maintained. That's the one problem is if you're having a hosted server and there's an yeah. update, all the mods break and you ha- like that's why we stopped basically because it was a pain in the ass to keep patching it and keep yeah
1: it it wasn't the cheapest either to run
0: no um so that that's another one of our (laughs) i i was about to come on like when we're talking (laughs) about hosting servers like i think one of our like i think like in a lot of ways um so we have our own little um like our social circle has its own little uh private gaming group uh on facebook um Uh, with our friends that we've met throughout in like, you know, friends from Cambridge, friends from that we've met throughout gaming um, across, like I'll come on to Guild Wars. (laughs) Yeah. Across the world. um, uh, We've kind of all stayed in touch in this gaming group. Um, And I think the genesis of that, that really, I mean, uh, before Guild Wars of of us having that kind of group of gaming where it formed in Cambridge, like with me, you, Davey and, Mar- martin a little bit uh ben uh was but definitely me you dave and ian mm. was minecraft yeah like that was that was that was that was that first and it's a great stoner game like yeah. the, the i mean the amount of hours we <laughs> spend building mine shafts <sighs> and carts and tracks Dude, that-
1: the underground train system I made on one of our maps took oh. me 24 hours solid of just digging in three by three tunnels. Was that
0: when you came over to like came over to my house with your computer and we just like basically marathoned built this? Yeah, mi- yeah. So
1: yeah, and I literally got such bad tunnel vision that every time I stopped this, like I still only had like I had no periphery vision for a bit. Yeah, after looking away from my screen, it was like okay, let me take a break.
0: Yeah, like Minecraft, um. I I like I I like I there is a little part of me that still occasionally wants to go back and play Minecraft again yeah. and see if I can recapture that sense of discovery from when I first started playing it. Um the thing that I find daunting is so many new systems. Yeah. So much more to learn and to comprehend. Um like you know redstone was hard enough. Now you've got enchantments yeah. and everything else and it just like for a stone of brain to keep track of all this, I'm like, yeah. I, I just want to build my pretty house and like maybe build some, like I I like I'll I'll post a pic like because it's on my Facebook and I'll post a pic of the most ambitious build I ever did in in, in Minecraft on one of our servers, which was my little Lovecraft Cove, uh, where I had like a a, a Cthulhu temple, uh, my interpretation of relay. Uh, or really, yeah, or, you know, the place where Cthulhu is from, and hovering above it, the Eye of Cthulhu. Um, and that took me three months to yeah. build, I think, maybe well, that's longer.
1: the same server I did my medieval village on.
0: Yeah, that that was the same. That, that, that was, was it, fucking that took so long. That server, oh. was that like, I'm trying to think, because we had one server that we accidentally crashed with TNT
1: uh, that was the first server. That, this, was that was the second server with the um, um, your Lovecraftian Cove.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, you are right. But so yeah, I think Minecraft is definitely. I think it's also a really good st- solo stoner game. Uh, yeah, you
1: can just session out and like uh, it's,
0: it's like at least in its early earliest stages and things. Like you can you can session out and you can just kind of zone in. It's like it's one of those things where you just like, yeah, like, all right, I'm going to set my own goals. I think definitely for like stoner gaming games where you are able to set your own goals uh, yeah. within the world are really good in that sense. You're like, okay, I'm going to achieve this, 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 and this. And you can kind of get into your groove and just kind of like, you know, it's like that stoner zo- Zen area for gaming that I think like you can get two stones to game, definitely. Yeah, but I think oh, God, there's yeah, there, 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 there is there is I've a
1: sweet... Suite... How many pictures have I me asleep with the game's controller in my hand?
0: Actually, <laughs> I never understood Tom like who used to like uh, be what was he like Platinum League in Starcraft, and he would just do that after a massive bong rips and big fat. Mm. Like I don't understand that at all. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I think like so. Like, like i say games like uh minecraft where you're you you create your own um your own goals and your own uh your, your own own, vision yeah like you have control you're not the, the the only sense of urgency is your own i think those are quite good for for stoners because you don't have to you don't have to like you know uh you're not like i don't know I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, fuck it. I've just taken them out. I'm just losing my train of thought. But, But, um, at the same time, I think, um, narrative games are great. Yeah. Uh, Like what are your favorite single, like your favorite single player narrative experience? I mean, like, Oh, I, Uh, I think
1: it's probably good. This is pretty old school. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, uh, point and click I know what you're probably thinking it is when I said it's old school, mm. but you're wrong. Okay. It's Discworld 2,
0: huh. Missing
1: Presumed. I, I love this. You Discworld. were thinking Monkey Island.
0: No, no. I mean, when, no? so for me, my personal favorite point and click, and I've been back and played this and not that long uh, past actually, is a LucasArts game, and one of the lesser known ones called The Dig um and it was basically um like there was an asteroid some uh astronauts were sent up there they were digging it out the asteroid transported these three astronauts to another planet and you have to get home from that planet figure out uh, it's it's a really cool story really unique there was nothing else like it at the time it really captivated me um I, it's available to play on scum vm uh so i'd recommend like it's really worth checking out it's a hella fun game like hella 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 fun game um some of the puzzles are like really um like really it's it, you may need to walk through because some of the pub- puzzles are somewhat uh obtuse as a lot of click and point things were yeah. back in that day it's just rob x on y until b <laughs> uh. but for me i mean one of my formative like like what and it's it, it's very uh it's very pastiche, very, you know, it's what most gamers will say, but it it is very true for me. One of my formative narrative experiences in gaming was the Final Fantasy series. Um the I now obviously the PlayStation, because I, I, was, I said I never owned the NES yeah. versions. I've since back gone back and played those, but Final Fantasy seven VII and eight, um, I think those were the first games that evoked genuine emotion from me. Yeah.
1: So here's where I'm going to make a controversial um, sort of statement. Go on. Uh, it's, I preferred Final Fantasy VIII to Final Fantasy VII.
0: So did I. Oh. I I am in one of the small of minority that nice. I, I agree with that. Now I yeah. love seven. I I know, I love seven, hmm. but there was something about the darker edge of eight. Yeah. Um, the character arcs, there were, like there was something that grabbed me and it may have been because I played eight first. I, play, I actually played eight before yeah. I played seven, but I didn't know something about eight really stuck with me more than seven. Now, that being said, if you look at some of the sub, like if you take seven and take into account Advent Children Complete the film, yeah, that is an entire like I love Advent Children com- Complete, not just the normal one, the complete version. Advent yeah. Children doesn't make any sense as a film. You need to see the complete version, but I love the Final Fantasy Seven world. I'm very excited for the for the remake um, that's yeah. coming out uh, soon. Hopefully, fuck. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I am, I mean, I, I was, I will agree with you wholeheartedly. I eight stuck with me longer. Um, I still love it more to this day. The gun blade is one of the most iconic pieces of weaponry in video gaming to me. Um, I used to have, in fact, I still have a cosplay version of the, uh, Lionheart pendant that Squall wears um what stupid name though squall squall lionheart squall Ironheart. um but yeah i I I just like you think some of the music score was better and obviously i think that was the first one where the fmv cutscene sequences really made a significant leap in quality like if you look at the the kind of polygon state of seven to the almost approaching that kind of like Verging on next gen level of graphics in in set in eight. Yeah, with for the I mean, You go
1: back and look at it now; it looks dated. But but it still looks at the time. It, it looks good. Mind, at the yeah. time,
0: it was m- jaw dropping. Um, well, I remember like playing Tony
1: Hawk's the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater.
0: The, the original Tony out. Hawk's has got a
1: lot of soft spots. I went back and played that recently. My God, as I was like, am I remembering this wrong, or did it always look this shit? It looked that shit. Yeah, it's like but my brain, it's like my brain made that perfect because it was the best looking thing I'd seen so far.
0: That was another early Stoner gaming experience for me. My friend Drew P, back in secondary school playing that around his house. His dad actually grew weed. Um <coughs> like yeah, like dodgy southeast London man, you know. Uh but yeah, um like we used to like play, play uh Tony hawks with all the cheats turned on. it's so, like yeah. low grab, big head, all that shit. That's something that's missing from fucking gaming now is cheats, cheat codes, man. No.
1: Like, no, they exist. It's just called DLC.
0: Like, I, I miss cheat codes in games, like, just yeah. stupid modes. Like, Stick around with. Yeah, like, you some of the stuff you used to be them. able to do in GoldenEye and stuff. Excuse
1: me. You can still do it with the um, Bethesda games.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, on PC with the console, like, drop console. Yeah, like you so. can do Tilda mm. Da, da, da. Single, I, it. I, I, I think with single player stuff, there should be no reason for cheat codes not existing. Like, I just, yeah, I just like I can understand competitive multiplayer stuff. Yeah, obviously that yeah. makes sense. Or any kind of online multiplayer stuff. But if it's like local co op stuff, fuck! That's, that's half the fun—is dicking around with your mates.
1: Oh, it's like when I played um, Fallout New Vegas. I played it through properly once um and then the next paper i did hit the tilde key tgm space one. Oh yeah nothing's gonna hurt me now <laughs> uh, uh, and then just like oh I, I can just get this guy
0: oh is it iddkd
1: uh idkfa
0: yeah no is it id what was the one that, idkfa is uh, all guns yeah iddqd is like all ammo or something uh god is obviously keys. god mode um yeah you had no clip i'm trying to remember doom cheats here in case anyone was wondering i'm sure yeah, it was ID no iddqd was, no was like didn't that was no, re- only unlim- clip yeah id clip it wasn't, For, cheap, wasn't it uh iddqd was unlimited ammo? possibly one of like like yeah, IDKFA was like I think I think all guns and one was all ammo. I can't remember which way round it was, yeah. Um, um, uh, but yeah, like I, I I definitely think that's something that's missing from gaming uh, in a, in a big way is cheat codes. Um,
1: like up up down down left right left right B A B A start.
0: Yep, that's why Xavier Woods' channel is called Up Up Down Down. Exactly. Most um, economic, code, isn't it? Yep. Um, and talking. I love. <laughs> <laughs> Have
1: you in one of the new Doom games? Sorry, talking about cheat codes. Yeah, if you do the IDKFA, all you get is a thing saying your memory serves you well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. It's
1: like, oh,
0: yeah, so, I I, I thought that was a nice little, little touch. Um, talking of uh, Konami and uh, not actually Konami anymore, but Hideo Kojima, blah blah blah, blah, blah Death Stranding. Mm. Um, this looks like it could be an amazing stoner game. Um, in terms of like, so like, the, it seems like the core gameplay loop is about like, tra- traver- like um, terrain traversal and package, like managing your packages and balance and delivery and things. I think mm. that's something like, given the how beautiful the world looks, it's something that you could definitely zone into as a stoner. Um, yeah. I'm hesitant to pay full price to it because I'm not sure if I would. Like, I, I, I do like Hideo Kojima games. I do like one of my all time. Tar- okay. So, um quick divergence one of my all-time all-time favorite games it's not a stoner game though really but it's one of my all-time favorite games is a hideo kojima directed game and it's only the end as the second runner hmm. i love it i love it to bits i i own the revamped version on pc uh on playstation 4 i i genuinely i've been back and played it so many times um, so, um-
1: one of my mates at uni used to have, well, he still has it, um, a tattoo of one of the, um, certainly the ender, like mechas or robots, or whatever, on his uh,
0: Which one. one, Anubis or Jehuti? Uh, I can't remember. Is it the good one or the bad one? I have no idea. Okay. Uh,
1: well, uh, like different shapes. Yeah, uh, shapes.
0: The, the Anubis has big wings, like, and looks like Anubis. Um, Jehudi looks more like a, just a traditional mecha.
1: Uh, I think it was Anubis then.
0: Okay. Cool um yeah anubis looked cooler i was always i was always gutted that anubis was the bad one because it was the cooler mech but yeah that 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 uh but coming back to death stranding um it look I know there's a lot of people like saying, Oh, walking simulator walking simulator. I think it's interesting because I think it's a an interesting, you know, someone trying a new core gameplay loop, right? It's a core gameplay loop that's not just running, gunning, shooting, or strat. It's something different. And I admire yeah. that. Uh I am intrigued to try it. I'm not intrigued to pay full price price to try it, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I am probably gonna I'm I'm also tempted to wait for the PC release as well. Um But um it like I think the from what I've seen, the footage that I've seen and the thing it it I mean it's got Hideo Kojima all, like, all over it in that it's weird, it's gonna be full of verbal diarrhea and all the things that make Hideo Kojima games Hideo Kojima games, basically. uh, yeah. uh but Like, it's that core gameplay loop and trying something different that I'm really interested in. Um, And again, it seems like one of those games where you can set your own kind of objectives as much as you do have your objectives, like the package deliveries and things. But, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, then this, and this particular play session. Because I always like games where you can define a play session. And it doesn't just like, that's my one problem with narrative games is because I'm so invested in the narrative. I keep going and keep going and keep going. And then before I go, yeah. I like eight hours have passed.
1: Um you need something like where you can sort of, okay, this is a break in the story. I can yeah yeah save here. Or, you know, like, so like in the um, Metal Gear Solid games are like, okay, I've just battled one of the uh, bosses. Okay, yeah. I'll take care.
0: Of. Yeah. Boss fights are usually a good place, but then I, I always find that I'm like, if it's a really good story, that I'm like, okay, I want to ha- find out what's happened next. I want to see what happens next. Like, I have actually literally just completed Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, nice. Um, which uh, I recommend, actually. Um, don't go into it for, like, it's got not un-Souls-like combat. Obviously, it's got that Souls core mechanic If you die, you lose your stuff, you yeah. bonfire-type stuff. And it's very parry-focused. Uh, so yeah. it's more akin to, probably more like Sekiro. Um, yeah not a stony game. You need reaction timing. It's got a real, li- it's got a low difficulty setting. Um, if you just want to play through the story, but I played through on normal, uh, settings, so I wanted a bit of a challenge. Um, um, it's the combat loop is really entertaining. Um, the story's are engaging enough. Uh, it looks really nice. It's got some performance issues. Um, I, uh, picked it up on, um, Xbox I th- One X. Yeah, I played on Xbox yeah. One X. It runs okay in 4K mode, uh although I recommend not running it in 4K mode. <laughs> Run it in the 60 FPS performance mode at 1080p because you're going to need the um frame timings for the rate. parrying. Uh <laughs> yeah. otherwise you're going to get your ass ended to you, especially on um uh Dathomir. Um so yeah. Uh I that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good narrative story I would recommend. Uh, that game
1: it's uh, i quite enjoyed the um how was it the force unleashed story
0: uh i only played the first one i don't know if i actually I've finished it i, I can't them. remember the, first, it. the
1: story on the first one was better Hmm. um but i didn't actually quite enjoy them they were good
0: i so for me Star like talking star wars games we're going back for me x-wing versus tie fighter Rogue Squadron, like the early, like the PC games, the flight, yeah. flight semi-type ones. Oh, I used ones. to have
1: um, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter across five floppy disks. Yep. That never fucking worked.
0: Oh, see, I got it. I used to love it. Rogue Squadron was the one for me, the one where you start off on this training mission, flying through canyons. It was mm-hmm. so difficult, but fuck, I love that game. I, think I remember playing a demo of that. Yeah, I got it originally as shareware. Back in the day, it's shit like demos and shareware—that's another yeah. fucking thing that's long gone, isn't it? Oh god, well, it's showing our age here.
1: Yeah. Oh, I miss when you used to about send fifty p to someone from the back of a magazine, and they'd send you a tape with a hundred different games on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I remember like, early games <laughs> of PC, like like you know PC Mag. You get. I remember buying PC mags with floppy disks attached to the front of them. Yeah. I also like Naughty Child remember stealing the, the floppy discs off the front of them while they were still on the shelves. Yeah. Um and then you get then later you got the CDs on there as well. Um but I um, as I mentioned earlier, uh we have like our little gaming group for online games, and um as we ploddle through this show uh, talking about our fond memories and gaming and stoner gaming, I'd like I think it'd be much miss if we did not mention Guild Wars 2 because yeah. I think Guild Wars 2 brought together a lot of what is our current gaming circle, really. Yeah, uh, int- you know, I like
1: um, Arda, introduced- EO, EO, Lolly, Lolly. Before she went back to Japan.
0: Yep, um, <coughs> he's working for the rest. I, I presume still working for the wrestling company that I'm going to be going to see. <laughs> I, I might drop her a message and see. Like she, I know she never wants to meet, but. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about this online. Anyway. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, uh, I, I, I think I was the first one to get into Guild Wars out of yeah. like the Cambridge lot. I, I basically kind of saw Guild Wars and like saw the combat and how it differed from standard MMO combat. And I kind of was like, well, all right.
1: You actually bought me my copy of Guild Wars. I
0: did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I bought, I bought Guild Wars, got into it, bought you a copy um, I originally start, like, I started, a, uh, um, a guild and I ended up, uh, this random guy who was actually, um, a Polish pro StarCraft II player joined the guild that I started. And then it was like, you're not getting anywhere with your guild. I found this other guild and brought me over to what was, uh, boss.
1: Yeah. Balls of, some, balls of steel.
0: Superior Steel. Um, so that were we were on uh, the Gandara server, if I believe, and we were yeah. one of the uh, at our peak, one of the biggest guilds on that server. Yeah, what clusterfuck to manage! Yeah, I mean, Absolutely I like some fond fond memories of gaming with that that group of people. Um, yeah, you know, bullets for breakfast, like all those guys out there, uh, all the all the old boss crew, Alex, like everyone. The, the, well, I've got a lot of fond memories like there were some weird people in those that's group. What I'm going to say though I know, I know but there were some weird people in that group there were some assholes in that group the group obviously the gr- so I just
1: reached quit out that time the, uh, I just, just, you know, fuck this
0: well I obviously keep, the, the, this. The, the the guild itself fell apart because of some of the assholes in there um, and so like just basically it became a lot to manage Um
1: like, it was so funny when it was one of the, we have to follow this person around, just the amount of people wandering around in servers. Like, of our guild just like following this one dude around just like do, 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 do.
0: i'll actually I, there's a couple of videos on youtube that i did from uh, our guild wars days i'll link to those in the show notes one that where we did i we did a power rangers dance after completing like a really high level fractal run and mm. one where we did uh a guild event uh we all completed it and we've got us all dancing around in a circle i put it to like pendulum um uh voodoo people um tried to sync it up as best i can it looks kind of cool um i'll post those in the show notes like to give you an idea of what our guild was like back in the day but um yeah like i think I, like i we owe a lot to guild wars for cultivating yeah. the current gaming group and get a circle of gaming friends that we have now do you um, have red eye
1: at all anymore
0: uh, I actually, yeah, I occasionally like I chat to it like we, you know, more just on comments in Facebook and things. Like he yeah. moved back to Australia, so time zones and things. Um, yeah, they're probably still working with lasers. Shout to Red Eye Man out oh, there in Oz. Uh, peace, bro. Like. There were just some fantastic people, uh, yeah. and like who have you know, lifelong friends that we've met through online gaming. So, that's
1: well, because I remember I ended up sorting out a Minecraft server purely for the boss guys, and it was basically uh, you, me, Dave, uh, Ian, EO, EO, Arda, and Red Eye would go on every so often as well. I think he used to come on the Minecraft server a bit.
0: Sorry, Mike, Siri just going off there. Yeah, I know. So I know you guys aren't going to know many names of these, but we're giving Sorry. these guys their props because they, they they were real formative. Like, so like obviously, gaming's transformed a lot from couch co op now to being very online co-op, online centric um, and international and international as well. And I think yeah. you know, as much as I do, um, I do pine for the the days of couch co op. Um, and there are oh, still games didn't... there that offer that. I do think.
1: Yeah, did a couch co-op evening with um, uh, Mark, Ian, Dave, and Ben.
0: Hell, we did Mark's it when you week. and Mark came over here. For, like yeah. we were playing Halo.
1: Yeah, oh, we were playing like a load of random like fl- Overcooked Two. That's a great stoner game.
0: It do- it doesn't that require like a lot of like rapid hand shit and like a isn't that bit. hard when you're stoned?
1: It's just fucking hilarious.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine.
1: Well, um, yeah. But um, <laughs> some people do not listen to Ward as well. <laughs>
0: But yeah, like I as I say, I, as much as I do pine for the days of couch co-op and have a lot of those fond memories, I like the opening up of online, on, in, online, on, online, international uh, play, um, and the ability to connect people. Like I say, you know, I I count Ardo as like one of my best mates, and yeah. uh, like you know, having him come over here for Ian uh, Ian Stagdo, like so yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing, brilliant. like. That would never have happened without online gaming, and uh, no, right. like it's 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 been very interesting because I I think you know we've been part of gaming from 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 like as we've as we discussed throughout the course of this episode we've been part of game like into gaming since very very early stages of gaming maybe not the pong formative very first stages but no. you know still talking like block pixel Asteroids. graphics yeah.
1: Polygon. Just simple, basic shit.
0: And to see, like, I mean, like, one of my, I was saying, like, my early, I had the Game Boy. That was my only Nintendo console growing up. And, like, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Mm. on the Game Boy was one of, uh, another formative, now, actually, that, now i come to think of it, that may have been the, the, although that's not as narratively driven as, it didn't invoke emotion in the same way that it, but it was the first RPG that grabbed me. I'll, and yeah. Baldur's, oh, Baldur's Gate, I mean, there's so, there's limited time in this show. Um, and there we are so many games best, that we could wax yeah. lyrical. There's so many games that we could wax lyrical about from things like Baldur's Gate um, to even modern CRPGs that have revitalized <laughs> like um, Divinity, Original Sin, which again, that's a great stone a co-op game. Yeah. Um, because two-player co-op, really good story. Um, obviously because it's um, character RPG turn-based, um, like tactics, and it yeah, that I strongly recommend as a a stoner co-op experience or a solo stoner experience. That it, like if you're into the the D and CRPG isometric style of uh, of, of, of yeah. RPGs <laughs> like Wasteland style. Uh, original fallout style but it's been really interesting where i was coming to with my point is it's been really interesting to watch this medium develop uh from where it was to where it is um you know with the advent of things like vr yeah so some before we kind of like um like bring the show to a to an end Um, I do want to talk a little bit about VR because obviously I picked up an Oculus Rift and you've had the Oculus Rift DK kit that we used to use that you borrowed from your work. Um, I think that's the next step for not necessarily, I don't think it's going to become the the main gaming thing, but in terms of connecting people, there's some real interesting things happening on there. There's, um, this, uh, wow, well, that's interesting <laughs> in a different way, but there is, um, this uh app on there or oh, app program game, whatever you want to call it, where you can host a virtual rave and DJ virtually. Mm-hmm. Or, like so, you can actually basically set up a room, upload your own music, DJ, and invite people in there and they join the rave virtually. Mm-hmm. That is a world of interesting options and potential to me right there. There's also yeah. some, in, some interesting psychedelic experiences on in VR as well, which I'm uh, interested to try with some mushrooms and some, like music videos that are kind of psychedelic. Like, I think that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, um, and obviously we've, we've done the psychedelic experience with the HoloLens. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. interesting so yeah. for those that you don't know the HoloLens is augmented reality rather than virtual so it overlays things over the stuff that you can see basically gives you holograms yeah um that was yeah that's that's that still the game of the bugs yes the coming out of the wall lens stuff yeah it that was that was a really weird experience to do especially light like, on hallucinogenics yeah um but, um, I think going forward, um, there's, there are some problems in the gaming world. There's some toxicity obviously and things, but I, w- you know, we, we have first-hand proof of how fucking amazing gaming is to connect people across the globe and to foster new friendships and uh, put you in touch with people, uh, that you never thought you'd never meet otherwise. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was my point really is gaming is, is growing as <laughs> constantly as a medium and it's going to some really interesting places. And I think, yeah. um, <clears throat> if the AAA industry doesn't destroy itself, um, mm. in the next few years by just bloating and releasing shitty games, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting, but. Yeah, Um, I think gaming and smoking weed uh, are two things that have intrinsically gone hand in hand for a long time for a lot of people. Um, Yeah, and let's end the show with what's your top five stoner games, Bung? Let's let's end the show like we did with the last ones. Oh, I'm probably gonna do
1: rather than the top five in order. It's gonna be
0: Five games you'd recommend. Five games, I like. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in order. List. Just five games you'd recommend to play while stoned. Yeah, Minecraft on that list. Even if you're just playing
1: it in creative mode. Yep. Just flying around, building shit, doing whatever you want. Play it hardcore. Play it. Play it creative. Just build some amazing shit. Whatever you want to do, but it's that's just one of those things where you can just like sit there and get lost in the world, oh, even yeah, though yeah. it doesn't look realistic whatsoever. You can just be like, "Yeah, here I go. See ya. <laughs> I'm gonna go find a cat and like befriend it." <laughs> uh, what else? Do you you want got? To go for the rest of my list, or do you want to go for you? Um, we can
0: alternate if you want. Um, for me, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put in on there. Um, oh, see, it's diff- It's difficult, but okay. I'm gonna put. Um, Uh, Okay. 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 I'm deliberating, but I'm actually going to put Horizon Zero Dawn in there because I've been playing that recently when stoned and it is a great stone on (coughs) screens. Now there is a caveat in there in that there is some quick reaction timing needed in combat and things. So if you're... I've played that game and completed it once already. So I'm really familiar with it. So I can play it stone quite easily. Um, But it, the narrative, the world is gorgeous. The narrative is fucking amazing, especially the first time through. Um, It's got element because it's open world. It's got elements where you can say, I'm just going to do this quest, this quest, this quest. You can see, you can define your play sessions. um, And the overarching narrative of the main storyline is fucking cool. Um, and I'm not going to give into any spoilers or anything about it, but and the, yeah, that's probably, that's on, that's, that's more on my list if you're on a PS4, because right. unfortunately it's a PS4 exclusive. Yeah.
1: Bastard. Um, well, here's another one, which is a very strange game, but I, I discovered it's one of those ones. Again, you can literally play it and switch off it and that's farming simulator.
0: Yeah, I don't get farming sim, but uh,
1: there is something about getting stoned, getting an attractor, and plowing a field, <laughs> and then growing, the growing, field. growing
0: your crops, man. Growing your uh, crops, man. That's it.
1: We oh, that's a weed nature. growing simulator. We sow the seed, nature grows the seed. Weed farming, we sim- like,
0: there needs to be a mod for farming simulators so you can farm weed. There probably is. Oh, that'd be amazing. Okay, I could, that could be fun. That could be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's
1: just, it's one of those silly games. It's like, every so often I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to work a farm for a little bit. Just chill out. I'm um, a country boy.
0: I will... Uh, um. I, I'm going to throw in the same as you. I'm going to add Minecraft to my list as well, because I, yeah. I do agree, like, you know, that... that I, I'm going to concur with you on that one, Minecraft. Um, but also, uh, for me, one of my favorites, like a, like I was saying earlier, um, X, the newer XCOM games. Um, yeah. uh, they turn-based, they've got because because they're turn-based you can take your time and think about things and deliberate so you'll start you can give your stoner brain time to process shit but they have such a an over overarching sense of tension and things they're 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 a great gaming experience one way or another um yeah and yeah i like they are games where you can sit down um i because it doesn't have like a like it has a narrative, but it's loose and it's you know you make your own narratives with the characters that you create. Um, and creating characters can be hours of fun when you baked as well. Like giving yeah. get like basically creating an entire squad of people with the guile haircut is amazing. <laughs> uh, and we never even talked about beat 'em ups. Jeez, like like actual uh, fighting games. But fuck, we could wax like honestly could wax their. I briefly games. touched on Tekken. Yeah. I mean, I had a Street Fighter Alpha phase that went on for way too long. <clears throat> anyway, back to you. What's your next one? Right. Portal 2 co-op. Oh, shit. I hadn't thought about that. That's a good one stoned as well.
1: Yeah, me and Mark played that so many times. Like, have a few giants, go play some Portal 2, and just be having, again, having a laugh with it. We're like, obviously, because you can fuck, you, a lot of times you're setting the portals for them to use, and they're yeah. just dicking them out. Just having a laugh with it, not taking it too seriously. Yep. oh, that's so much fun.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, so flipping back to me, I'm probably going to actually put on there. Um, so I like, I, as I mentioned, I, I used to be a huge Final Fantasy fan, probably up until including um, like twelve uh after 12 like 13 fuck it no uh, i've not found my way back into the series but one jrpg because i've always been a jrpg fan one jrpg series that seems to say true to me and i still fucking love is the tales of series so i would recommend anything in the tales of series with a particular mention to tales of vesperia tales of eternia Tales of Zesteria and Tales of Biseria. Um, all of which I played fairly recently. Um I rebought Vesperia, uh, the complete edition, like the new revamped edition for the Switch. So I can buy yeah. that. I can play that while I'm over in Japan, uh, traveling to Japan. Um Zesteria and I think it's is, uh, oh and Zilia. Zillia One and Two are worth a shot as well. They're really good. The Tales of series is a unique JRPG um, uh, series in that the combat system isn't so much turn-based as it's active and it. It's got an almost brawler-esque element to it where you've got combos and things. It's really, really cool. If you if you're into JRPGs and you like Final Fantasy, you've never checked out one of the Tales of series do yourself a favor go and check one out there're a couple out on pc um i think there's asterium Biseria, um which are loosely tangentially related um are out on pc um there's Zillia and zilia 2 on ps3 and maybe 4 i'm not sure um but, um, and also there's the re, the new revamped Vesperia, which is available for switch. And I think a few other places, a few other consoles as well. Uh, I definitely recommend checking those out. If you, if you're into, like you say, narrative games, great yeah. fun to play, easy to play stoned as well. Like the combat system, although it is real time is not, it's really intuitive. Um, uh, and it's really engaging the core cool gameplay loop. The stories are really good they normally got full anime anime cutscenes as well, which is really good. Um, so if you're a, a bit of a, a Japanophile anime fan as well, it'll scratch that itch. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the Tales of series of games is yeah. going in there for me. Uh,
1: I'm going to go for a bit of silliness now, because uh, one that's great for online play and couch co-op, Steam game, Mount Your Friends.
0: Amen, brother. Amen, brother. <laughs>
1: it is so, you so like much fun th- dick swinging action
0: yes yeah, some shlong but, swinging
1: yeah uh, for those who don't know what man your friends is basically it is a tower building game where you're basically you your character is basically a usually bald man in a pair of speedos uh, and the only thing that is freely animated spinning is the penis and you control the end of each limbs and can grab with each end of each limb. Yeah. And that's it. And you, you have to try and fling moving.
0: yourself. Basically, think kind Climb of a whop, massive town but of each but building. Um, also, kind of reminds me, do you remember those action, those little like army men that you used to get with the putty arms yeah, and the sticky feet that, that fall down the window? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that, the video game. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, and you get yelled at when you throw it at a wall and it leaves horrible little dirty marks as it goes yeah.
0: down. Yeah. <laughs> um so for me uh how many have we done now is this the last one i think uh, yeah 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 because we both we both had minecraft i had the tales of i had xcom um uh what else did i have on there uh what was the first one i said it's fucking stoner i can't remember the first thing i yeah. said uh oh no it was horizon zero dawn so yeah this is my last one this is my last one yeah um my last one so that was your last one right
1: yeah, that'd be my last
0: one. Stoner, <laughs> you tell me, um, Right, so for me, my last one, and I want to make it count. Um, again, I'm tempted. <sighs> like I always like, I really want to go for genres, but I want to narrow it down to like a specific gaming experience. Yeah. Um Let me think. I'm probably going to go with um okay this is coming out of left field but it's been it was a really it's a, it's a really good stoner this is like specifically stoner gaming experience um mm. and i i i had this on like uh recovery after a new year's playing it with my missus um together uh which was the wolf among us oh nice that would I love the world build up I like the the telltale game style of games telltale game style of like that that new breed of click and point style adventure dramatic choice kind of thing they they're good stoner games good narrative- again I'm coming from that narrative focus um yeah. yeah and that that game for me was a really good experience to play baked and not baked yeah. um yes yeah, so that 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 Telltale games, as a general, but specifically the wolf Among Us, I really fucking loved, really really enjoyed that um so yeah, I guess I guess that that kind of like brings us to the end of the end of the show again, sorry about the audio quality this week uh we'll be back um we'll be back pretty shortly actually uh so we've we'll been recording again um in a couple of days uh for this uh, new collaboration episode, which uh we'll be bringing out so uh um Hopefully everything's gonna be tickety boo by then. Um, fingers crossed. we should be plan- we should be all good. So oh, uh,
1: to borrow. Big steal or borrow. Yeah. Well.
0: So thank you for bearing with us this week on the 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 audio technical difficulties. Um again, uh we'll uh we'll say we'll be I'll shout out about a Patreon when we launch the Patreon. Um uh and yeah, just want to say thanks to everybody for checking us out. Um, we'll be back again, like I say, really shortly with some, in- we've got some interesting stuff coming up in the works, some interesting episodes. The next one that comes out is going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh watch this space and I'll start dropping hints on our Facebook pro- page to uh where, what might be happening soon. <laughs> so are, bro. until next time uh from Bungle. Cheerio and from myself moi peace love unity respect all that jazz and uh yeah we'll be back we'll be back soon uh with another episode we'll try and get another couple of episodes out before I go away for a long time to Japan um but uh, and then when I come back we'll uh, pick up the normal schedule and get things back on track so until next time stay safe stay safe Hey guys, just wanted to let you know where you can get in touch with us if you want to give us any feedback. Um, So, for myself, you can reach out to me uh, via email at nkw at ramblingstoners.com. You can email me at bungle at ramblingstoners.com. And you can also tweet me at, uh, uh, at rambling Nero on Twitter. Um, and the same handle again uh, I can be reached at on Instagram at Rambling Nero and uh, um, my Instagram is at Rambling Bungle <laughs> oh there you go we're nice and easy to find so uh, yeah do feel free to hit us up and say hello at any time uh, also check out our Facebook page The Ramble- just search Rambling Stoners in Facebook We it ping us a message on there we'll always come back to you take care bye bye